Electronic walkabout. No one should have to walk through life alone. We share good times, bad times, and the best times. Everyone needs a little direction now and again. Let TC and Wilkie show you the way. A podcast where we talk about the important things in life. Come journey with us. Electronic walkabout. Hello, this is your host TC, and together with Wilkie, let me welcome to this episode of Be Walkabout, a podcast where we talk about the important things in life. This episode, we explore what it means to find work-life balance and question whether it really exists or not. And again, I just want to thank our listeners for coming to our first podcast. Today's topic, uh, more to life than work. And really what we're talking about when I say more to life than work is what does life-work balance mean? Um, and I'll just I'll just throw it over to you, Wilkie. What does life-work balance mean to you? And keeping in mind, most often we call it work-life balance, but let's let's put what's important first, and that's life. life. Yeah. Okay, what does that mean to you, Wilkie? Life-work balance. That's a good question. Um, I've really learned over the last couple of years about the work-life balance. I used to have capital work slash life balance, and I learned over the years to even it out right like i always put more effort towards work because you had bills to pay mortgages all sorts of stuff right and, uh my work life balance was more work for years than it was life and and what what did that do to you let's say uh physically emotionally uh your relationships uh uh for a while there about 10 12 13 years ago, I worked so much that uh, I got hurt at work because I just wasn't paying attention. I had a stack of things. I just, oh, lean them on me. And uh, not thinking because I just, hey, I just lean them on me. I'll hold them while each frame was full of steel and it just crushed me. And I was out for a month with a concussion, worst one I ever had. And uh, you, you put so much into your work, you don't think of your safety, right? And you just, work 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 and then oh yeah i'll catch up on my sleep on the weekend and then the weekends get busy with you know, kids doing stuff and... and we both know you could never get caught up on your sleep and and <laughs> yeah and so let's let, let me take two steps back okay so you're hurt at work like literally you work at night and day because you got to pay bills but there's more to it than that there's work ethic right so yeah. Yeah. i mean i mean it's not just about the money even though you know you, you do it because you got to survive but that work ethic. Yeah. So that work ethic, where did, where did it come from? Our, our our parents or how did we learn that? that well, um, I think mine came from my folks because they both worked all the time. Like my mom was working at Kmart in the 80s, Wendy's, pubs, doing whatever to make, to help the family succeed. My dad was a hardworking mailman working at the mill in uh, Vancouver, getting up at four o'clock in the morning, driving to Vancouver, putting in a ship, driving home, right? So I saw that growing up. I actually never told my parents how much I respected them for all the hard work they did. But when you get older and you get to to our age now and you realize, man, my parents really did work hard. And that's, I, I believe I got it from that, just seeing from the outside on how hard they worked. And I, you know what? I'll echo that. I saw both my my dad, and my mom. They worked really hard. My mom was a stay at home mom, but 
we had four kids in our family and she was like working night and day to keep that home. And my dad, uh, he was a policeman. And first of all, like working long hours, that, that was just expected of doing that job. Again, to, to, to a detriment because when we get back to that life work balance, you want to make sure that after work, you have enough left in you so you can live life. Yeah. Exactly. So how do you go there? How do we get there? And first of all, when did you realize that, wait a second, I got to change the way that I'm doing things right now? Yeah, it definitely, it took a toll on relationships, right? For sure, 100%. I would get home, I'd leave at four in the morning, get home at quarter to six, have dinner, play with our son, get him ready for bed, do all that sort of stuff. And then from eight o'clock to nine o'clock or whatever it was, I just wanted to watch TV and decompress and then go to bed. And my wife at the time, you know, she wanted time for her, which is understandable, right? Like you're in a relationship, you're supposed to be in a partnership. And, uh, you know, that type of thing affects it. And there were times where I, after I got hurt, I changed a bit of how I, looked at life right i took more holidays i used up every single last drop of my holiday time to make sure i used it up and so we'd have our family time because when you're working 60 hours a week you're coaching football 30 hours a week 20 hours a week uh you need to make time for your loved ones and so i made sure i bled every bit of my holiday pay after that so there was something that you got out of it, but but it's it's the cost that happened until you realize that wait a second, I can't keep keep going on the way I am. Yeah, exactly. And you know, and I'll echo what you're saying. I mean, I, I was a policeman for twenty seven years and again the job expects you to work the long hours, but um there was there was no such thing as, as life work balance in, in that profession. And uh, when I retired from from that job a few years back, that's when I had to say to myself, okay, it's time I've retired it early enough that I need to figure out how I can get the most of what I have left in my life. And that doesn't mean you go chasing something. It's got to be done. It's got to be done right away. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. like, it's the key word is balance and where do you find it? Yeah. So yeah. Um, if I were to ask you, um, how do you find balance today? Would would you think that you you're there or you're working on? It? Is it a work in progress? Or I think my life work balance now is top notch. I I still work hard in my hours. I'm scheduled to work, and I'll I'll put in the extra hours and when needed. But I'm not the I'm not the first guy to be like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do this and just work a hundred hours a week anymore. I'm like, I've I've hit it nicely in this last six months actually i've hit a good life work balance where i'm going in i'm working hard for my eight and a half nine hours and then i'm done i decompress and i'm doing the things that i love like we have a new branded travel trailer and we're camping a lot more we're doing all that i booked my camp uh trips already for the year today at work and i really think i hit it i'm i'm on a great plane right now um you know i i don't i don't know i don't know what to say i mean would it be easy for you just to fall back into that whole routine where i just got to get this done because you're saying right now the key and i'm, I'm only listening to what you're saying the key is to that when you go to work don't 
don't put in more hours than you need to. Work hard, be good at what you do, but don't put in more hours than that. Yeah. Well, I do put in the extra hours when needed. Like, if it's necessary, I will. Like, I'll work hard for my employer, especially the one I work for right now. Um, I'm not looking to work 80 hours in one week anymore. I'll, I'll work 50, sometimes 60 if needed. If it's necessary, I'll do it. For my department to succeed, I will. But right now, I'm going in, I'm working as hard as I can and efficient as I can in those eight to nine hours a day that I have time at nighttime to do whatever I want. Okay, so let me ask you this. If if I was the new kid on the block and I was working for you, let's say day one, what advice would you give me with respect to life work balance? And then you're going to see where I'm going to go with this in just a second. Here. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one because yeah. if he's working for me, I want to work. <laughs> yeah. What Scott Wilkins did yeah. when he started the jobs and stuff like that. But that's tough. Like, I always want to try and teach efficiencies, right? So if I have somebody working for me, I want them to be as efficient as possible. And that's where I'm growing right now with my new role and my new job. Uh, I'm still learning the team. And I, I'm still figuring out the efficiencies they need to do in the field to make them successful, right? I think the more efficient you are, you can work. You don't have to work as hard as you had to get that 100 hours work done. If you're efficient, you can get that 100 hours work done in 50. And I'm a firm believer in that. I'm a firm believer in efficiencies. But if, if I'm, let's say, a 20-year-old and I don't know anything about the world, and quite frankly, I, I'm not even thinking about life work balance are you going to give me any advice that that's that's maybe i'll listen to maybe i won't or maybe i'll just put it in my back pocket that's gonna that's gonna help me so i don't fall into that same trap that you do i'll always give advice and I'll always offer suggestions right um 20 year olds right now don't really have that work ethic and i might sound like a dinosaur now but 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, you know, it was, you do this or you're leaving, right? Like the job market was different. If you weren't doing what you need to do, an employer can just say, see you later. You're hitting, you're, you're fired, like immediately. Now it's different. You have to deal with the 20 year olds differently. And there are a lot of hardworking 20 year olds out there, but there's also a lot of entitled 20 year olds out there. Now, if I have an entitled 20-year-old working for me, I'm going to do my best to help them succeed and help them understand how the workforce works without being like some of my old bosses. I'm going to, I'm going to try the new approach, and I think right now, for what I've seen, it works. Do you, uh, do you see them as having the same work ethic that you and I have over, let's say, our lifespans? Do you see that in them? or I don't think so. So um, if if we're talking about good life-work balance and I'm brand new to, let's say, to your work environment, um, what does your work environment, uh, I'd say, preach with respect to life-work balance? Um, take care of yourself or is it more like, where is that balance there? How do how you get there? Well, actually, the place I'm at right now is very safety oriented um, for everything you do, like in the field, you have to be, everywhere you go, you have to have your safety vest, your hard hat, steel toes, uh, 
you have to have tickets to operate man lifts. I remember going to sites in the 90s and the 2000s, just hopping on a man lift, boom lift, just operating it. Sites never cared. Now you need tickets uh, to operate that machinery. So it's, it's a different lifestyle now. Do you, do you get frustrated with that, let's say, that younger generation because they don't appreciate or, as you said, the, the entitled 20-year-old? I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just... It's a different world. It's a different world we live in from when we were younger. And it maybe entitled is, a, is a, too strong of a word, but there is, it's the instant gratification now that the younger workforce wants. Like, oh, I was here for a week. How about my, how about a race? Right? Like, it's instant gratification, but that's for everything in their lives right now. Everything in their lives is instant. There's, we had Shaw and Rogers and regular cable. I still do. Um, they, if they want to watch something that's on their phones and they're going to watch it now and they're going to binge that series and it's going to be done. I watch Cheers every Thursday night <laughs> and I had to wait a week. Right. It's it's a different world. So when when I'm working with the younger guys in the workforce, I try to be as patient as possible because I've learned patience over the years. I try to be as patient as possible with the newcomers. And I've just, just soft skills, I would say, I use with them and just try. And sometimes it doesn't work out and sometimes we have to show them the door. But I find with the if you're patient and you're direct with them i think they'll succeed too okay so but it's still a dog eat dog world out there mm -hmm. and that younger generation probably doesn't want to kind of engage in that kind of kind of world i mean they they like you say they want the i'll call it the the fast food of of, of careers where i want to get from a to z by next week yeah and Practically speaking, it's not a good thing, right? But it's, I don't think they want to engage in that dog. Well, anymore, you're but... right, because in in my workforce, and, and like I said, I'm a laborer, they're not kids who who don't go to university and stuff, and they just go on right to work right out of high school. They're not looking for careers. They're looking, they're making $18 here. Well, they see across the street, they're paying $25. they are going to think nothing of it to quit that job. That job at the $25 mark could be a dead-end job, and that's it for them. This job will make an $18 an hour. They don't realize that if you put in the work, you could be one of the leaders of the company in a few years, right? And that's that's where the patience comes in. Like, I've been in the same field pretty much for 30 years off and on, and I think I've been pretty successful. You know, I've had bumps on the road. Um, but I was patient because I knew the field I was in wasn't a moneymaker, like super high pay, but I succeeded. I I'm, ran, you know, production floors and stuff like that. Um, I didn't go chasing the dollar knowing. Like, I, I, I was always informed. Like, I got offered so many jobs throughout my life that I turned down because I knew, yeah, okay. $5 more an hour, but it's $5 more an hour seasonal work, right? Not nearly. Just getting back to the new, I'll call it the entitled generation. And, and usually when I say entitled, what, what I like to think of it as is that everybody's entitled 
but entitled to the same opportunities. Okay? Yeah. yeah. But that generation, from from what I can see from my experience, is that so our generation, we might have one, two jobs and we make a career out of it. But the new generation, perhaps eight different career or career paths over that span of let's say their their work life. Yeah. So, I mean, and of course, what they're suggesting, if you're going to have those eight careers, keep in mind, you kind of already talked about the, the dead-end job. Yeah. Make sure when you go to the next career, it's a step up and a step up and a step up and a step up. You always be climbing the ladder. Always climbing the ladder. Yeah. Just, again, and and, and let's let's be honest. See, whether it's, let's say, that one career or eight careers, it's it's meant to somehow gets to a point where we can enjoy life but yeah. somehow something gets lost in between yeah. and i don't know how that happens because it's with the best of intentions and you wake up and you either you know you have a concussion or literally you're knocked off your feet because you worked so many hours and your body's saying hey look <laughs> i've had enough of you yeah but then all you do is you say okay well, i'll just relax and get back at it again yeah. so it's yeah. It's having having those people that that manage you, that lead you, um, tap you on the shoulder and say, "Hey, look, that's enough. It's time for you to go home." Yeah. And and that's 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 part of it. But at the end of the day, it's got to be something that's personal. You have to understand it. You have to be able to look at the big picture and really, 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 really understand what life work balances and what it means to not only you but you and your family, your friends, so that that. You get the most out of this this time on this short planet that yeah or the you know the, the short time we have on this planet yeah, i should say right yeah, so but sure. how do we get there though like i mean it's different for everybody how how do we how do we get lost i guess is the 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 question i'm asking right so it's it's tough like i don't know how you get there like I went through a lot of stuff over the last five years that really changed my perspective on life work balance right and it's tough to get to a point where you realize your life is worth more than your work. But you need to work. Like, you can't just get by sitting on the couch and hoping that things come to you. You have to go to work. Like, it's, it's, it's a tough balance for that. But I've learned the last five years to really really focus on how much I enjoy my off time from work. So I think just listening to you and kind of thinking out loud, that there has to be some kind of a intuitive awareness that that really tells you I need to focus on life. And whether you're engaged in work or not, the end game is is a is a happy life. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So it it's it's keeping that in mind when we uh, set out on every Monday, knowing very well that it's not what what I'm going to do to climb the ladder all the time, it's what I'm going to do to make sure that I, I take that next step to happiness so I can yeah. achieve that life work balance yeah. to the point where at the end of the day, there won't be any work, it'll just be life. Exactly. So it'll be a life-life balance. Wouldn't that be a crazy thing to yeah. think about? Life-life <laughs> balance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if I, if I were to um, put it in a nutshell and I ask you, 
what advice would you give to that that new kid that's coming in saying hey you're going to be doing this or you're going to be doing something for the next let's say 20 to 40 years it's a marathon it's not a sprint yeah so what are you going to what are you going to tell that person so that when it when it comes to the finish line they finish strong and they just well that's the thing like start off start off hot like show them your worth show the company your worth and your value show them everything you have give them all the the tools in your tool chest i guess and go from there climb the ladder faster it took me a long time to climb the ladder because when i was younger i enjoyed my life right uh but Nowadays, it's a different lifestyle. It's a different time. Go out there, show them your worth early, and you'll advance faster. You'll advance earlier. Like, we have a few guys who are really young running our plant in, on the production floor right now. And uh, it's good to see. It's it's really good to see. These guys are mid-20s, and they're, they're the leads of the, of the shop floor. And a lot of times, especially when I was growing up, it was the 30-year-olds who were who were leading the planet, right? I, I think um, good to see when we, we, we have the younger generation, because I'm a firm believer, it doesn't matter how old you are, um, you can learn from any age. And um, I think about that all the time at work. I mean, I'm on my, I guess I'm on my fourth career path, uh, <laughs> open to really focus on life work balance. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just really bad at following my own advice because when you retire, retirement does not mean I can't wait to quit this job so I can start another. Retirement means that let's put this job aside. Let's focus on life. Let's exactly. focus on vacations. Let's focus on grandchildren. Let's mm -hmm. focus on, you know, if, and I hate to say that uh, if, if you want to put it in the frame of a bucket list, but just those things that you keep putting off because you need to go to work. Yeah. And when you realize that you have burnt yourself out at work, that list is no longer uh, achievable. No. So exactly. it's, 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 and that's even in the short term. Sorry to cut you off, but like you could work so hard, you have a camping trip booked up for the next weekend and you're really looking forward to it. But if you're, you know, burn the midnight oil, uh, you're going to ruin your camp trip. Yeah, you have work to do, you have a job to do, but you can do it where you're not burning yourself out to the point where you're not enjoying yourself at nighttime or after work hours. Or... I just I just think it's funny with respect to vacations when you talk about, I'll say I'll just say the life-life balance is that we um, we vacation like we work. We, we got to do it quick. We got to make sure. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then by the end of the vacation, there's no relaxation and what's next we get to go back to work and at the end of the day there has been no balance and we're just on this 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 uh well, have their will right I, i've taken you know a week off and two weeks off i've always found for those big vacations like let's say mexico two weeks is perfect i know a lot of people say seven days is enough ten days is perfect two weeks is perfect because the first few days of your two-week vacation, you're still decompressing. You've been in travel mode, you're traveling, you're getting to your destination. Then you're there, you're organizing what you need for the first few days. Then you really start enjoying those next seven to eight days 
right? Really enjoying it. Like, I mean, sitting on the beach in your Tommy Bahama chair, chilling out, loving life. Then, those last three, four days, you're like, okay, so we got to get this ready. We got to start packing up. We got to start doing this. You're back into travel mode again. And that's, I'm a firm believer in the two week vacation for those big trips. Not to say I wouldn't take seven days, <laughs> but. Yeah, it is, as long as it does the trick and, and, it, and it itches you towards getting that balance. Because, yeah. um, and I don't know if, if it's fair to say, uh, talking about the, the entitled generation, are they entitled to life work balance right away? Yeah. And that's kind of a loaded question too, right? Because you don't want to discriminate, but the other, it, it's it's that old school thing, well, they don't deserve that yet. But if we- if That's we, a tough one. It is a tough yeah. one, but if we give to them right away that mindset, um, you're going to have a, a happier yeah. employee. Yeah. They're going to produce more and they're going to realize what's important. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'm just going to ask you a quick question. Have you ever said- or would you ever think of saying no to a boss that said, hey, I need you to do A, B, and C when you first started working? When I first started it? Yeah. Yeah. Never. And what was the reason for that? Because I, you know, I'm on the same page as you. I would never say yeah, no because. Especially when I, when I first started a job, I want to prove my work. I want to prove they made the right decision by hiring me. It doesn't mean a year from now I'm going to slack off. I just will be more strategic in my answer uh but early on if somebody says hey i need you to go a prime example recently i didn't want to but hey we got an issue in montana i just put my hand up so i'll do i'll go i'll drive down i'll go down there i'll do the work that's needed i didn't want to i was away for a week i got paid for it so it's compensated right but oh, that sounds like a rationalization doesn't it hey. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but Maybe next year, if they say, hey, we have the same issue, maybe I don't put up a hand and we find a better way to do that contract out the work from somebody down there. You know what I mean? Uh, I like to prove my worth, and I like to show what I my work to a company. And that's why I say, in my eight to nine hours a day, I'm working hard. I'm not scrolling through my social media platforms and stuff like that. On oh, my breaks, yeah, but I'm working. And for the most part these days, it's from a desk, but I'm still working. I'm still doing the paperwork that needs to be done, right? So it's a different type of hard work. And I guess um, just getting back to that, that that thought about how do we get there, I think we just, we were just talking about it. Initially with our generation, anyhow, there there's no consideration of saying no, but no. My mine was yes, 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 and my my position was if you say no, then not not only that that does it make you look, you know, like you're you're not a team player, but more so is that mm -hmm. you don't you don't get anything done if you can't right. say no to everything. Right. But there has to be a balance with that. Oh, so no, if no. you get in the habit of saying yes to everything, yeah. You start to put on that rabbit hole where you're not going to have any life work balance. So you'll be doing too much, again. and you'll be doing too much again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. So very, very careful and understanding. Um, but even even today's generation, if if they were to say no, it, they're not thinking life work balance. They're just thinking, I don't want to do yeah, that. I don't want to do 
it'd be great when we talk about like like trying to get device to that new generation where we could say know your limits uh, it's okay to say no make sure that you're putting in your good quality eight hours yeah. and don't be afraid to do a little bit extra and i always say a little bit extra yeah. not crazy overtime don't you did crazy overtime yeah. i did crazy overtime yeah um and it but if they just do a little bit extra, that gives them plenty of time yeah. for that life work balance. Yeah, I agree. That music is telling us this episode has come to an end. We challenge you to find your own life work balance. Remember, we were never meant to walk alone. To learn more about eWalkabout, please visit us at eWalkabout.ca or follow us on Twitter at eWalkabout.